Hey, welcome everybody to the Unhidden Message. This is Roderick. Today we'll be talking about how to stay on fire for Jesus. Uh, 14 key things you need to know. Um, so stay tuned. God bless. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Like I said today, uh, the message that I'll be getting into is called How to Stay on Fire for Jesus. Really have 14 key things you need to know. Uh, in this last day of time, uh, it's really important to know uh, where you at, uh, the measure where you at, like fire, on fire, lukewarm, or cold. And I think it's key. And, and I know through prayer, I had um, felt the Holy Spirit give me these particular points. Now, there's nothing in order. Um, it's more than what I give you, just something that I do on my daily walk. Um, and I just want to encourage you to do the exact same thing um, in this particular matter because uh, time is running out. And it's key that you stay uh, strong, stay on fire for Jesus, especially with intense pressure and persecution are increasing, especially here in where I'm located right now in America and across the world. Um, so I just want you to know that is Jesus wants you on fire for him. Jesus wants you 100 percent for him. Uh, so and I know it's a lot of people in this world and the body of Christ now has uh, fallen away from the faith and it's continuing to fall away. It's prophesied to happen. But I do not want that to be you. So definitely take uh, notes, do whatever you need to do, share um, this particular uh, message. But before I get into uh, the points or anything else, I just want to say a prayer. So Father God, just thank you for this platform. This platform was meant for the body of Christ. It was not meant, excuse me, it was not meant for the devil and his angels, Lord. So I thank you, Lord, for everybody that will listen, that will listen, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that the angels will be around them, protecting them. Father, I pray, like the Holy Spirit, have your way. In the midst of this podcast and part one and part two in jesus name amen so this is basically part one i will give uh seven on part one seven and part two or more um so stay tuned to how to stay on fire for jesus part two as well that will be coming um but yeah so i like i said um jesus wants you on you know on fire what you know you might say really roger i'm like yes it's, it's scriptures in the bible revelation Chapter 3, verse 15 through 16, this is Jesus speaking. He said, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot, so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Yes, that's Jesus speaking. Jesus said that, that he will vomit you out of your mouth if you're lukewarm. He'd rather you have be cold or hot. He'd rather you be on fire for him, not cold, not on your way to hell but on your way to heaven and pulling people along with them with you excuse me um to make heaven as well uh, so it's definitely important that jesus wants you on fire jesus wants you 100 percent for him because he wants you for on his side you really can't that's like you really can't be for jesus and be for satan and <laughs> you can't do both you got to pick a side you know you can't be in the middle uh, so as the day is as the day approaches of jesus return as the day of per, you know persecution is increasing we're starting to see who's really for Jesus and who really is not for Jesus. That's why it's important that during the midst of this pandemic, pandemic, uh, that we saw people got exposed, things got exposed in the body, things got exposed in the world, and you start to see that uh, the people was uh, separated. Like, oh, that person was not on fire for Jesus. That person wasn't even believing in Jesus, but so-called claimed there were, or that person was on fire for Jesus, and the, and the fruit starting to show for that. So this is like, these are these points that I'm gonna give um, right now. It's real key to know in this day and time. 
uh, where you stand. And the number one thing, this is nothing in order or anything like that. This, so you have to say this is like step one, you do this. Step two, you do that. It's just these points was given to me through prayer. As I was praying, I was writing them down. And these are things that I do personally, but it stuck out to me. And I just done a one, you know, I just numbered them off. But it's not, like I said, nothing in uh, order and things. So if you're taking notes, uh, just want you to consider that. So number one is, you know, how to stay on fire for Jesus. Number one, winning souls. Somebody say winning souls, leading people to Jesus. Proverbs eleven thirty says the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. You know, heaven rejoices over one sinner that comes into repentance. Um, like it says in Luke fifteen that Jesus gave that parable of the lost sheep. And I think it's a, I know it's important that when I go so when and when I tell people about Jesus, it's a joy. Of the sea. I mean, just recently, a guy came to uh, the place I'm staying at currently, uh, a U.S. Census young guy, probably like, I don't know, 19, maybe 20, 21 at the most. And uh, he was trying to get my information to give him all information, praise God. But I did felt to give him something and just to help him out. I know he run, you know, in the particular part of the area and, uh, and he, that's his job. And he that's some way, it's a way that he makes money. So I just felt to give him some information. But I just listened to him, asked him some of the questions and things like that. But at the very end, I, you know, I told him about Jesus. And you can just see the countenance of uh, his face change after he said the prayer. Uh, and I encouraged him, gave my testimony and things like that. And, like, you can see, like, he said, man, I didn't like religion, you know, and things like that. I said, man, me neither, man. I, you know, I didn't get saved in my uh, in a church or anything. I want you to introduce a personal relationship with Jesus. And he really responded. And he was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I don't. Like really, that's me either, man. So the thing is, we found that as a common ground, and I end up by the grace of God. Don't take credit, but by the grace of God and obedience of God, uh, led him to Jesus. And I know, uh, I said, man, if I don't see you again, man, I want to see you in heaven. And he was like, and I said, you can promise me that. He's like, yeah, man, for sure. So you start to see the joy, the heaven rejoices. That joy comes upon you, and anything, anything that you're going through, opposition, anything. I mean, I encourage you go so winning. You know, you feel like, man, like. What's going on? Like, uh, go tell somebody about Jesus. Call somebody and watch what uh, the Lord does. And like, also like, studying on hell uh, really helped. You know, helped me and just read. Like, man, people really go there. Hell is a real place. A lake of fire. Yes, that's a real place. People go that reject Jesus. So uh, it's really key to keep that in the uh, front of your mind. That have compassion on people. Have uh, you know, uh, just to keep you uh, people in front of your mind, not growing cold against uh, anybody. But knowing that some people will go to either heaven or hell, and you can help make that decision for them. So number two, uh, expectation of Jesus' returns. Uh, you, yes, you have to have an expectation of Christ's returns, especially in the times we live in. And we see the times, uh, we see the signs of the times, and we see that Jesus is coming back soon. But He wants you to be ready. He wants you to stay uh, ready at all times, and knowing that He's coming soon and not catch you uh sleeping at the wheel so um i want to give you an example in luke chapter 12 i like what this says in uh, passion translation luke chapter 12 verse 35 through 36 it says be prepared for action at a moment's notice be like the servants who anticipate their master's return from a wedding celebration they are ready to unlock and open the door for him at any at a moment's notice and i like what it says in uh verse 37 and 38 and the new king james version um it says blessed are those servants who the master when he comes will find watching somebody say watching or surely i say to you that he will uh, gird himself and have them sit down to eat 
he would come and serve them. If anyone should come on the second watch or the thir third watch and find so blessed are those servants. So it's key that you're watching, watching for the signs of the times. And that kind of ties into my point number three is like staying up to date with the um, Bible prophecy. And that's key. That's key to know that where we at in time, keeping up to date with the uh, nation of Israel, knowing that that's the featuring generation, knowing that what year are we at? I think we at 70, they're at 72 years since 1948. Uh, might be wrong, but you know, it's coming up on 80 years. According to Psalms 90, you know, the length of days is 70 by God's grace, 80. So as we approach 80 years of the nation of Israel, you know, the times, uh, signs of the times, the Bible prophecy, the signs of Jesus' returns are increasing. So it's key to know Bible prophecy, knowing that the mark of the beast, knowing that these mandate masks is only um, precursors to the mark of the beast, uh, precursors, vaccines and things like that, getting you mentally prepared to take the mark of the beast. You got to know he said these things. The Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So you got to be knowledgeable. You got to do your research. Don't look at the media. And believe everything the media is saying. That's Satan behind the scenes controlling the media. You got to open your Bible, listen to people that know about Bible prophecy, study it yourself, and watch what God shows you. I mean, you got to stay up to date. You got to know so you won't be fooled, so you won't be caught off guard what the enemy is plotting against your life and just against the body of Christ in the world. So you got to know what's coming um, for that. Number four uh, on how to stay on fire for Jesus, just stepping out of faith, um, doing what God's calling you to do, and believing God for big things. Um, I wrote like something about seeing your prayers answered and you playing a part in the body of Christ. It really boosts your confidence and your passion for Jesus. So it's very important that uh, you see when you pray like, Lord, I, you know, praying for big things and, and God answers those prayers. You're like, man, it's like a boost in your system. A fire hits you and, and people start to see the results. And and you just like, man, it's all Jesus. It's all, you know, I just believe in him for at his word. And I stepped out of faith and done exactly what he's called me to do. Just like for me, I stepped out of faith in 2017, went to Bible school, and that and I can go long high. That it was a more, one of the most important steps that I did, and I got out of my comfort zone, and I've been uncomfortable, which is the best part because the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Uh, so when you're uncomfortable, the Holy Spirit shows up, and you know helps you out, and he and man, like I can go for days. I'm so honored and thankful for me stepping out of faith and doing exactly what God has called me to do. Now I'm about to going preparing to go to Tanzania. Uh, and everything and uh god is amazing uh regarding that so i just encourage you to step out of faith knowing that without faith it's impossible to please god you got to step out of faith and do what he's called you to do you have to like second corinthians 5 um 17 or 7 says excuse me uh the walk by faith and not by sight uh you have to step out of faith and dream big believe god for big things i mean that keeps your fire me it keeps your my fire burning keeps my your fire burning knowing that you have a vision it's something that's bigger than you, something that you can't do in the natural, that you know that when it's accomplished, you know it's God. And that keeps you like going like, man, let me believe for something bigger. So that's important. Number five, um, know your purpose here on earth. Know your purpose. Somebody say, know my purpose. You got to know what you called to do on this earth. Um, you have to know. It's very key. That's how an enemy comes after you because uh, a person perishes if you don't have a, uh, for the lack of vision. So it's key to know what exactly what you are called to do, and uh, and I encourage you to do so. But one of the things is you have to renew your mind to the Word of God and know exactly what you're called to, and that's what I want to get into in um, Romans chapter 12. It says this in verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed. Somebody say conformed. 
to this world, but be transformed. Somebody say transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So you got to know you want to be in the perfect will of God. Right now, I know I'm in the perfect will of God. Well, I renew my mind according to the, according to the word. And I continually renew in my mind, Lord. This is something that uh, is a continual thing. I'm not there yet all the way. So you have to keep your focus and 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 the fire keep and keep that keeps you away from distraction. So you got to understand that as you renew your mind, you notice that that person's not for me. That girl, if not for me, that guy's not for me. If you um looking for a relationship, uh, your spouse that you have, whatever is the case, you'll know if they for you. That's a godly relationship, you know, an ungodly relationship. Godly friends are ungodly friends. Uh, a godly uh, move or you making a move because of just selfish motives and things like that by renewing your mind and things like that. It keeps you at a place knowing your purpose, why you're on here on earth. So any distractions comes from the enemy, you know, it's not um, from the Lord and keeps you your fire burning, knowing your purpose on earth and doing exactly what God has called you to do. And I know it says in uh, Jeremiah 1 5 that before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you and had a plan for your life. So you got to understand before you was even formed in your mother's womb that God knew you. He had a great plan for your life. And that's very key to know. And I like what it says in Jeremiah 33 verse 3. It says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So that's <laughs> uh, God's calling call it. His, his number is 333, Eli, Jeremiah 333. You know, call upon me and he will show you great and mighty things. He will show you what you are called to do. He did it for me, missionary in Tanzania. He'll do it for you. He's no respect of persons. Amen. So you got to ask yourself, what's my calling? Well, why I'm here on earth? Number six, having on fire friends. Very, very, very key. Having on fire friends. I like what it says this in Proverbs 27, verse 9. I like what Passion says. Sweet friendships refresh the soul and awaken our hearts with joy. For good friends are like the anointing oil that yields to the fragrance incense of God's presence. Yes, our friends should bring refreshment. I don't know the friends that the Lord blessed me with. I can go on for days um, for that, but the Lord blessed me with some on wonderful friends across the world. Um, we stay connected through technology, praise God, through uh, technology and things like that. And uh, it's a refreshment when you call them, when we talk, it just refreshes your soul. Just like when you're thirsty and and somebody hand you some water or something and you drink, you're like, man, I feel refreshed. That's how so a friendship should be. It should not be a burden. They should, you should iron sharpens iron. You should be uh, increasing in the knowledge of things. Uh, divine connections come out of friendships. Uh, Holy Spirit advice come out of friendships. All right, like I said, iron sharpening iron, you building each other up, encouraging each other. When somebody's weak, you strengthen that. When you weak, he, he or she strengthens you. You have to have friends in your life that's godly, that want to see you succeed, not want to see you uh, fail. Even if you so you make a mistake, they build you up, they pick you up, and things like that. And like they're just an encouragement. So that's very key. Um, number seven, lastly, and like I said, I'll finish the rest in part two. Uh, number seven, giving to the kingdom financially. Yes, giving. I know it might be common. Uh, a lot of people don't like that uh, about giving and anything like prosperity and all that. But listen, I I've been poor. Like I've been <laughs> had no money in my bank account. Then I had uh, money in my bank account. You know, I've been overseas. I, I see that it takes money to get the gospel out. It takes money to do certain things for the Lord, and you should know that. You don't walk to a gas station or anything and pump gas and ride off in the gas uh the person will run out there be like man what you doing man i'm just getting some gas 
You're like, you ain't gonna pay? Oh, I gotta pay for gas? <laughs> yes, there's things in the life that you have to pay for and the events you have to move. The car ain't gonna move. There's no gas in it. And the gospel is not gonna um, get to the world without finances. It takes finances to get out the gospel out and knowing that you play a part. You know, the Bible says in Luke 6, 38, you know, giving shall be given back to you. Press down, shaking together, uh, shall men give into your bosom. So you got to understand that uh, you should have an expectation. Yes, give into the kingdom, but you should be expecting. When you give and put place a demand on the seed that you sown, uh, seeing that you plan a part in the body of Christ, advancing the body of Christ, and seeing that it's, the Lord blesses you in return, you're like, man, you're going to give is free. And you got to understand that giving gets rid of greed so it's a thing that helps you like not because greed kind of quenches the fire uh and when you give and you trying to hold back hoard things and things like that it uh, quenches the fire and each and every day the lord is working on my heart even more to give more and i'm thinking of ways to give more seeing oh i can give here give here give there and the lord is helping me with that and continuing to help me knowing that i see the fruit of when i give and the finances uh that i give towards knowing that they, they're events in the kingdom of god and i had at play pray excuse me played a part in that particular moment so i think it's very vital um in this last time so yeah so that's all i have right now in this particular moment part one look out for part two follow me on social media follow my um uh, go to my website all the links is at the bottom follow me on the journey to africa yes praise god africa shall be shaken tanzania shall be shaken by the hand of god god bless